This program is brought to you by W. W. Norton and Company, publishers of Poetry Unbound by Patrick Otuma. Now in paperback and featuring immersive reflections on 50 powerful poems. This is Sharon Strange reading Slippage, a provocation. To call oneself African here means simply the rejection of a view of self as mired in double consciousness. It is to imagine, or know, or avow finally, one's consciousness as that of the Africans untainted by the European encounter. Think back, say 180 years, the slip, slippage of thinking as someone free, thinking oneself free to think, to be, and the cruel knock of the master or mistress insisting that you are object, abject, that what has slipped from your unguarded thoughts is aberration and must be nullified swiftly, permanently. You have been made to know at all costs, short of a kind of useless dysfunction, that yours is not to think, muse, contemplate. Your mind must be tabula rasa, your will non-existent, except what is given you by others to be or do. The sharp eye or blunt iron or cutting whip has told you so, and you must take pains to never forget it. Anyone who comes back to this human realm could be considered to have been stuck between a rock and a hard place. A liminal space, it offers possibility, yet is fraught with tension. It is a chafed position, a chastened position perhaps, as it does not provide stability or spiritual haven, but is rather a way station. It matters most to not just recognize the features of place, or to come to know the feel of a place, but rather to have a particular sense of being in a place, to sense one's feeling of being in place. Anger has shaped its own place in you. Those who come to this human realm are struck between a rock and a hard place. Its liminal space offers possibility that is fraught with possibility. And you, with great pain, can never forget what others have so carefully forgotten. Think back, tongue loosened from a bitter muteness, but the body moving among terrors, alight with everything you've guarded, even unremembered dreams, thronging headlong bodies, buffering or buffeting or the cities and machines set against you, desperate to render you ragged and amorphous as clouds in rain. It matters most to not just recognize the features of place, or to come to know the feel of a place, but rather to sense one's being in that place, to have a particular sense of being in that place. Where has anger not made a place for you
about this poem. I conceived the slippage as a contemplation on consciousness and utterance, both in the sense of expression and in the sense of limits. A contemplation on the vicissitudes of the body, bodies trapped in consciousness, consciousness trapped by the body, bodies, and by history and language too. But also that these notions, consciousness, body, feeling, time, place, seem to be a kind of exercise in negotiation, in negotiating being. The repetition and revisions in the poem are in some ways concerned with that. Again, those vicissitudes playing through the changes and the contemplation, the examination, or one of the questions, at least for black people being, what is that negotiation, the leveraging one has to contend with, given who you know yourself to be or want to be? And when is it not about negotiating a sense of self, but simply being, slipping the burden or the trap of others' consciousness, of their disquiet, of their limitations, of their idea of reality?